Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fast Pass to Fridays. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm Carrie. And it's been a hot minute, but we're back, and we're so excited to bring to you a new podcast episode featuring a bunch of drinks from Disney. So we'll be day drinking around Disney with you guys, non-alcoholic drinks, alcoholic drinks, the whole bit, and we hope you enjoy it. We're back! <laughs> Woo! It's been a while, but we have taken a, a quick hiatus, and we are back, and we are better than ever. Right, Care? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and All to right. kick things off, we are starting with drinking, so that's always very much appreciated, I feel. Yeah. Well, let's get down to business. That's right. Where to begin? Even. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I guess Drinking. we could start That's, with. Let's get drunk. <laughs> and no better place to do that than Epcot. I mean, honestly, right? Yeah. Let's start at Epcot. All right. Well, I guess we can journey back to a time when Carrie and I used to go to Disney World together. It's been a while with that as well. Um, but I do recall both of us having the La Vienne Rose, which is a frozen slush. And it is typically only found during the Flower and Garden Festival. But there are plenty of other frosé options at the France Pavilion located in Epcot. Um, so this is a gray goose liqueur, and it's combined with white and uh, cranberry juices. So first of all, it's just delicious. And I think, Carrie, that's when you were just turning 21, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what it was the first time I tasted alcohol. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it was really good. I mean, I remember it. I remember, you know, it came in that cute little like champagne flute, but like, you know, it was a fat top to it. Really good. They put the cute little like mint leaf on it. I remember it being really good. Yeah, everything in France is typically very, very good, you guys. Um, and I would, I, uh... it's not the first pavilion, but definitely if you want to like start off your Epcot drinking around the world. Um, day I would definitely highly suggest France especially if you're into the frosé it is really good it was a nice refresher too you know because most of the time at Disney whenever you go it's so hot mm -hmm. and having a nice little frosé to cool you off yeah and they do they typically, I think they have it year-round it's just different um types of cranberry juice well like this one was obviously cranberry juice and it was a rosé color but they also have the orange one um and then I think I don't know some other ones but we haven't tried them all obviously but we have tried this one and we can say that it is worth it so yeah you've tried the orange one right I yeah I did try the orange one I'm not like a big orange person I know you are Carrie but um I would <laughs> say this definitely was my favorite of the few so yeah moving on yeah I want to try that orange one. <laughs> yeah, definitely next time for sure. Um, so let's yeah. jump around a little bit. Let's go to Magic Kingdom next because this is a fan favorite and something everyone right. should try. And it is the Dole We're Whip. Hopping. We're park hopping. Exactly. <laughs> We're park hopping. The so Dole Whip float. Yes. I will say that this is an acquired taste. So if you're not a fan of pineapple, probably don't get it because it is pineapple juice, but it is served with um, either pineapple 
or vanilla Dole Whip. And you can ask for a swirl, which is really cool. And these typically run about um, about $5, $5.99. Um, but you also have the option of just getting the Dole Whip cup. And now you can also get a Dole Whip pineapple upside down cake as well. But since we're just talking about the drinks, you can get the float. And I know you can get rum um, in it at Animal Kingdom. So there is that option oh. if you want to go the alcoholic route. But at Magic Kingdom, you typically will have to wait in a pretty long line. So it is best to mobile order this one. And it is delicious and so worth it if you're a pineapple fan. I know I am. I'll tell you right now, like, it, if you guys haven't had the Dole Whip before, and I'm going to guess a lot of the people listening to us are hardcore Disney fans like ourselves, you probably have. But if you haven't, the hype is real. Like, it lives up to what everybody says at least in my opinion, because I like pineapple, but it's so good. It's it's nice, refreshing. I mean, honestly, who doesn't love ice cream? Um, if you don't, we've got a problem, but <laughs> it it's just so good. And, you know, if you want it without, like, the pineapple juice, it's still good, but it comes in a bigger cup, and you get more if you get the float. So. <laughs> yeah, the float is a good portion, so um, you can share it for sure, but I typically don't. I'm typically fine with finishing it on my own. Devin doesn't share food. I, don't. I, don't. I relate unless to Joey's the lobster. Yeah, unless it's the lobster chips that we got that one last time. Oh, but we are totally going to go into that, but we'll we'll move on. We'll uh, we'll table that for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where okay. where to next? Well, I mean, I'm going to hop around to um, the sports. What is it? The ESPN Center. Do you remember when we went for um, the Princess Have Marathon last February and we got those drinks in the merch mart? <laughs> That's right. They had the champagne, right? The mini champagne? Mm-hmm. It was, yep. They had those tiny little champagne flutes. And I remember it was so good. It was like, there was like frozen and then there was just rosé. And I mm-hmm. think I got like frozen um, was just like it was white it wasn't rosé it wasn't rosé I don't know what it was but I remember it was cute and then right on top it was a chocolate Mickey head yeah that was so cute and it fit perfectly on top of the champagne flute um yep. I will say so all of you princesses heading heading to ESPN for the princess half marathon coming up soon you will be at the expo you will be there so make sure to check it out I don't know if they'll have the rosé one or maybe they'll have a special other edition um, and I know that they were putting like sparkles in the beer. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> if you're, yeah. If you're more of a beer drinker, there's that option and more than likely it will be hot out. So beer is refreshing that time or this time of year in Florida, but oh, definitely the champagne. It was, good. it was, it was cute. It was fun. Do not forget to drink water. Guys. Oh, for sure. This is a public service announcement to everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> drink water right now. Drink water and also eat all the fantastic foods. Because if you're drinking around the parks and around the world at Epcot, you're going to want some food too. Trust me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I'm going to move on to a sweet drink next. And that's at Hollywood Studios. And it is the milkshakes at 50s Primetime Cafe. I personally think the PB&J one is amazing. Um, oh, it's not. No. <laughs> I know, Carrie. I know. I'm a little out there with my likes and dislikes, oh. but it doesn't have an overpowering taste of peanut butter. And j- I can't even describe it. It's more vanilla-y and like peanut buttery to me versus like jelly. Are, but are the we sure we're related? 
I know. Sometimes <laughs> I, I question it. But um, And there's also chocolate and vanilla for you original fans. And it's really fun because you don't have to do the sit-down um, version of the restaurant or, like, you don't have to make a reservation in advance for this one. You can just walk up to the bar and you can sit at the bar. You can have the milkshake or you can take it to go. So that's pretty awesome. And you can just carry it around Hollywood Studios. And it's a hefty serving, but it is so delicious. And it's like that thick chocolate vanilla milkshake that you love, like that malt that just is like you go back in time and you want to have it, like the 50s diner, obviously, because that's what it's called. So check that out if you're a milkshake fan. Does the peanut butter and jelly milkshake, does it have actual peanut butter and jelly in it? Definitely not jelly. Like I said, I think it's more peanut buttery and it's it's a light taste. So it's not like a heavy overdone, like I'm going to get sick of this in a few sips. It's just, it's well done. I really appreciate it and I love it. And I love milkshakes. I'm a big time milkshake fan. So when I really approve of one, just know that it's good. Okay. Take my word for it. All right. I mean, I guess I'll take your word for it, but also peanut butter and jelly milkshake. I don't know how I feel about it. (laughs) Hey, it's worth a shot, that's for sure. And if you don't want yours, Kara, I'll just drink it for you. So. <laughs> okay, well, that's what basically happened when we got our avocado margaritas at Disney Springs. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, I can't believe Yeah, we're not related, for sure. We're not. <laughs> we just have very different tastes. <laughs> it's not the same. But, yeah, so Devin and I, we both tried the avocado um, margarita at, front. was it, where is it, Frontera? Frontera Cucina. Yeah, and I think it's called yeah, the Yeah, Frontera Cucina. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we were at Disney Springs, and Devin had heard some good things about it, and of course, I blindly followed my older cousin <laughs> into, in my opinion, a kind of gross drink. But she loved it. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta try it for yourselves. You gotta figure it out if you like it or if you don't like it. I feel like it's kind of like the Dole Whip, where if, like, if you're not a fan of avocado, probably step away from this one and just go with a regular margarita and you'll be happy. You know what it was? It wasn't the taste because I like avocado and I like. Was it the texture? Flavor of avocado. It's the texture. It was. It wasn't, you know, if you guys are thinking like margarita or like slushy or anything like it was just thick. It was just. Yeah, because technically it's frozen, but because it's avocado, it's really creamy and smooth. It was. That's what it is. It doesn't hit the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not not like when it said frozen, I was expecting, you know, a little bit maybe like slushy ish and mm-hmm. definitely was just thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> it is very thick. It is hard to sip, actually. It's kind of it is kind of like a milkshake in terms of just the thickness, but very smooth. Um, it also has melon liqueur in it, fresh avocado, obviously, lime juice, and then it has a hibiscus salt rim. So and it is very pretty and it's not overdone in like a huge margarita fishbowl type situation right. so if you're if you're if you have an adventurous palate I would go for it adventurous palate yeah. <laughs> I feel like you just gotta try it and see for yourself if you like it or not I mean that's what you gotta go with a friend you gotta go with somebody mm-hmm. like Devin the, that compliments you like Devin the things I don't like she'll just drink the rest and the things that she doesn't <laughs> thoroughly enjoy like the orange slush that I really want to try and she hates but um let's hop back over to Epcot I mean like I said in the beginning of the episode I really haven't tried as much as Devin has but I'll tell you this my 
dream would be to visit during the Festival of the Arts because, oh my goodness, I did some looking around at the drinks there and I have not tried them, but based off of their pictures, which is basically how I make all of my decisions at a restaurant, um, (laughs) I think there's a couple that I would love to try. Honestly, there's so many booths, but I think I would stop over at France first. We were hyping up the um, the, Fran- the French pavilion before when we were talking about Epcot, but um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. I'm just going to call <laughs> it French French sparkling wine because that's what that's what the other name they called it was. Um, it looks so good, guys. It does. It's um, it's like a white wine, but it's like sparkling white wine, and it looks so good. I don't know if I saw that one, but that sounds great. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, it's it's France and it's Italy. They they had the most. They do the best, for sure. Good looking. Oh, yeah. It, there's this drink called Rosini. Um, yeah, let's talk about sure. that. Sure. Yeah. I'm not, do you know what it is in that? It looks, I mean, yes. it's not, it looks thick. It's Prosecco mousse with strawberry sauce. And it is alcoholic. Um, and it is at. France. France is killing it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the um, ice cream martini because that's from there. Too. Oh, that was next. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. But um, yeah, the Rosini, I was going to say, like, you got to, is it really a drink? Like, you got to eat it with a spoon. It's more like a dessert drink, but Definitely. um, looks super good. Like, I'm all about, like, the fruity flavors. Um, so anything, anything like strawberry, raspberry, orange um all of that it sounds super good um but yeah the rosini looks super cute super good um yeah the ice cream martini how about that (laughs) yeah it's two scoops of house-made ice cream or you have the option to make it sorbet and with a shot um of rum and then whipped cream well you have the choice of this too whipped cream flavored vodka or i guess you could have regular vodka um they give you plenty of options but i mean (laughs) How can you say no to house-made ice cream from France? I mean, really, you can't. Seriously, we were talking about Disney the other, like the other night, guys, mm-hmm. and we got way ahead of ourselves and started looking at dates and looking at hotels and looking at flights, and then we kind of came down from the Disney high and thought, "Wow, we really can't afford this right now," so we had to back off. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a sad realization, but like. Uh. I was so close to hitting that Travelocity. Sign me up. I was like, okay, there's a few seats left. One's going to be mine. (laughs) (laughs) And then you look in your wallet and realize that there's only dust. I was just there, and I'm still paying that trip off. So, (laughs) Guys, let's take a break real quick. This is is important, and Devin needs to be acknowledged. She ran almost 50 miles, right? (laughs) Yup. I don't even recall. Um, it, was it was like 48 miles. Yeah. It was like a little bit over 48 miles. This girl ran in the 5k, the 10k, the half marathon and the full marathon this past, what is it? Like three weeks ago? Yeah. This weekend. Oh my gosh. The dopey, the dopey challenge. Which I will say you guys, if your plan is to eat a lot and drink a lot, Go run in between. It's, it's super <laughs> fun. A lot of people would probably tell you it's not the best idea, but I'm here to say do it, especially if you're a foodie. You can get all those food options in and not feel the guilt. And, and but also, calories don't count at Disney. So 
know. Ah, uh, that's so true. Until you get back, and then you, and then you gotta count extra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um. But anyway, we we jumped off topic a little bit. I'm sorry. You needed acknowledgement. Thank you. You ran almost 50 miles. This everyone round of applause. Oh, insert that sound clip. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Claire. You deserve it. Well, okay, back say, to what's truly important. Back to what's truly really important, and that is the drinks. Um, let's go to, well, I guess sticking with Epcot, first of all, um, oh my gosh, Mexico always has the best margaritas. And I know we just talked about the avocado margarita. But there's the frozen Fiesta Margarita, which is my absolute favorite. And it's basically just a combo of the strawberry, lime, and mango margaritas. But now they have, like, spicy pineapple jalapeno margaritas. And then for the Festival of the Arts, there's, like, a blackberry spice margarita as well. And that's just ice, I believe. But they all look so, so good. And you have the option of doing that little outdoor stand. Or you can go actually into the pavilion and sit in the tequila cave. So, I mean, really, <laughs> what's not to like about any of that, honestly? Um, well, I have the heat tolerance of one Flaming Hot Cheeto. So I'm going to stay <laughs> away from the jalapeno <laughs> margarita. I, I've been tempted to try it. Actually, last time I almost tried it over the Fiesta. But I just, a part of me was like, I know what I like. I don't want to you know, try it and then not like it because the drinks are expensive. I mean, you're looking at at least $5 to like upwards of 10, maybe $12 for these cocktails. And they are a good, like they're a good amount of drink. But at the same time, if you don't like something, like I was highly disappointed in the pumpkin milkshake this year at the Halloween party at Magic Kingdom. It just was awful. And I literally ate the marshmallow. Nope. Excuse me. Half the marshmallow off the top of it. Tried one sip and I was like, I am dumping this. It is absolute crap. So just know, you know, make sure you definitely like something and don't just like think, oh, maybe I'll try it and give it a whirl and then end up tossing it because it's kind of upsetting. I feel like if you're going to go for, you know, any food or drink festival or if you're, you're really wanting to try like a big variety of things, mm-hmm. I would say go in a group or, you yeah. know, like. Plan out ahead of time which things you actually really want to try. You got to narrow it down Um, because that, yeah, that gets so expensive real quick. And if you go with, you know, other people and um, ones that compliment you like Devin does, and if you go with like a group of people, everybody gets something different and then everybody can try each drink and nobody gets mad. Yeah, that's what Steve and I did for Food and Wine Festival. We literally shared every plate, um, every dish. And then we also shared drinks. And then, you know, if we really liked one and we wanted to try another one from the same food booth, we totally did it. But um, it is really nice to share. And then that way you're also saving yourself some money. I want to jump back to, actually, we haven't been here yet, Animal Kingdom. Uh, In Pandora, we've both tried the Night Blossom. I've had it a couple times. Um, Not my favorite drink, but I do appreciate it for the little boba balls at the bottom. Or the top, I'm sorry. They're at the top, then they go to the bottom. And you just suck them up through this thick straw. And they are, these are so good, these drinks. But now they have the additional option of adding in rum. So there's the non-alcoholic Night Blossom. And then there's the Rum Blossom, which is new. And that is $13. But also because you get a, like a little lotus 
light up flower in it and it looks really cute and if you're walking around pandora at night definitely an instagram worthy photo or instagram story photo i guess um but yeah it's apple and desert pear limeade topped with passion fruit boba balls so it is interesting very sugary sweet but if you're the sugar sweet tooth that i am at some points not all the time but sometimes um definitely try that because pandora has a lot of great options there it's at the uh pangu pangu little i don't know outdoor area so yeah yeah well, let's be honest anything like in pandora i feel is so good yeah we love that restaurant that's oh my goodness yes where you get to choose like what you want in your bowl mm-hmm. oh. like i feel like animal kingdom has healthier options recently yep yep um, makes me feel better about myself you know when you spend yeah. a certain amount of days at disney and i think we've mentioned this before on the podcast when you spend a lot of time at disney and you're there kind of all day you're you're kind of stuck with what the options are and I mean like don't get me wrong Disney has so many options I want to try everything but a lot of the times you know maybe in like Magic Kingdom there's the turkey leg and then there's just burgers and we're talking about milkshakes and a lot of the stuff that you have is not the best for you and it's very those food items are so easily accessible. Whereas like if you want to go get a dining reservation, you literally have to plan that way far out in advance. And usually those options have the better or healthier options. Right. So it's kind of like meal prepping. Like you have to plan in advance and just kind of plan out your day and think, okay, I'll go here for this because I want some fruit and vegetables on my (laughs) plate versus fried foods all the time. But that is something yeah. to consider if you are um, you know, on a special diet or you have diet restrictions and things like that, um, because it is really easy to grab stuff everywhere. That's not exactly the health. But I think that's why we all like we all meaning us too. You know, all two of us that are here right now talking. But <laughs> I think that's why we like you know that restaurant at in Pandora's because you don't need a reservation and you walk up and you wait in line, but it's still, you feel better about yourself while you're eating that food than you do maybe like a turkey leg that's over 2000 calories. <laughs> yeah. And you can check like a lot of them now have the mobile ordering too. So that one, I know that one does. Luckily we kind of go off hours with that one. So it's never really super busy. But this past time when I was um, at Animal Kingdom for Walt Disney World, uh, Walt Disney World Marathon weekend, um, I went to the Harambe market and I've only been there once before, I think with you, Carrie, and we got some like barbecue mac and cheese or something ridiculous. But this time I actually was able to get like a full plate of veggies and rice and have grilled chicken on top. So like I said before, they are coming out with great options and we are totally going into the food category. So let's journey back. <laughs> oh, my bad. But we're guys. foodies. <laughs> you have to understand. Obviously from listening to us, you totally get that by now. Oh, yeah. I think every time. But back to drinks. Yes. Let's talk about Violet Lemonade because I know you've had that. And I don't remember trying it. Did I try that with you? We did. We both got one. And we, I, re- I remember because that was the year that we started our T-shirt business. And we took – You're right. Us, like clinking the glasses right in front of the little booth because it had that mm-hmm. pretty little floral – facade on top of like the I don't know if it was like the sign or maybe it was the side of the the wall Yep, it's the side of it's the side of the wall of the little pop-up area all coming back to me (laughs) 
And that's during, again, flower and garden festival, because that's when we were there. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, I believe that's the only time they have it, but that's a super sweet one, right? I believe. I think that's why you didn't like it, right? It was just a little, a little too much. No, I, I feel like I liked it. Maybe yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. It, oh my gosh, it's like almost three years ago. I mean, it's super popular during the flower, uh, yeah, flower and garden festival. Um, if anybody's listening and does not know, um, we, Devin and I, started a Disney-inspired t-shirt company almost three years ago. It was April of 2017. Um, we have a couple new shirts coming out. We dropped a couple already, but they're still creeping in. Devin and I keep saying it's comeback of a decade. We're, we're coming back with new t-shirt designs, possibly some new surprises that aren't t-shirts, and we're bringing back this podcast. We took a we took a short nap and then woke up back in 2020. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're ba we're pretty much Sleeping Beauties over here, but <laughs> it's all good. We're back. We're on fire, guys. But yes, make sure to check out the <laughs> um, especially our Instagram. We tend to update that the most over Facebook. And yeah, we have plenty of new designs out. So if you are going to Disney World soon, highly suggest checking us out. But okay, from there, I mean, I just had some honorable mentions, um, a couple from Magic Kingdom, super sweet drinks, LeFou's Brew at Gaston's Tavern. Um, it's made from no sugar added frozen apple juice with marshmallow syrup and topped with a mango passion fruit foam. This is basically the butterbeer of Disney World. So just yes. to put that in perspective for you guys, mm -hmm. um, great on a hot day. It's super refreshing, but also very sweet. Looks like a beer, but obviously not a beer at all. Um, and then also at Magic Kingdom, my other favorite is a mint julep lemonade slushy, and you can find that at Casey's Corner right down Main Street. Um, and I do know the price of that one. It is six forty nine. Easy to mobile order. Usually that line gets pretty crazy and hectic, especially during the parades. But it is worth a try if you do like lemonade and you do like it in a, like a slushy frozen. Um, drink. So yeah, those are two from Magic Kingdom. And I think we covered most of them. Oh, and then I've also been to Baseline Tap House in Hollywood Studios. And I feel like this place doesn't get a lot of good reviews, or I just don't see a lot from there. But I got the California Sunset, which is one of their cocktails. But it's an awesome little bar located um, like across from Star Tours. And now you can basically walk right past it as you go into Star Wars land. Um, and you can sit outside. There's outdoor seating. There's the bar inside. You can order beer, ciders, wines, or specialty cocktails. Um, the California Sunset was my favorite. It was very acai vodka and then Southern Comfort, sweet and sour um, with a pomegranate juice so it was really refreshing and it was a beautiful day out so we just sat outside and drank it and then walked around Hollywood Studios so that is a nice little like tucked away um, bar if you do want to drink during Hollywood Studios visit I would get definitely check that out um, and then also honorable mention sorry Tara cut me off if I'm <laughs> too much um, Animal Kingdom there is a cute little bar um, it's the Dawa Bar, and I believe it's located in Africa. Um, I had the Lost on Safari drink, which is basically a punch drink. Um, it is $14, 
Um, so it is a little pricey and you do usually have to wait a little bit just because there's, I think like one or two bartenders and there's a lot of different like standing tables and seating areas. Um, so it's typically pretty packed, but it's African rum and Captain Morgan with a spice rum and a pangini punch. And it is really super punchy, but like with a little kick, but not overly sweet. So if you do want to just kind of like stand and chill for a little bit with a drink, Highly suggest the Dawa Bar, and then you can go on to you know your safari from there or anything like that. But that's pretty much all I have. Obviously, I've had more, really that's it. But I have, <laughs> yeah, I can go on. I, actually, you know what? No, I'm sorry, my list does continue. I had to flip the page. Okay, but I do. I have to mention because when you said um, when you ventured into Animal Kingdom and you said this this little bar, and I was like, don't you dare take what I want to drink. You didn't, thank goodness. It's at the Yak and Yeti, um, and it's in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. If you guys have ever had the Kiwi Coconut Rita, please let me know oh how God. it is. It looks amazing. Yep. No, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna take the drink that I knew you were gonna say. Don't worry. Neither of us have had it, but it looks banging. Definitely go check that out for sure. It does. It looks so good. It's it's um, really tall. A really tall glass. I'm not sure how much it would be, but I'm gonna bet more on kind of pricey just because there's so much drink to it. But it looks so good. And like I said earlier, like I love fruity flavored drinks. So please, someone tell me if it's amazing. Yeah, please let us know. Okay, please go back to your monologue. I'm sorry, there's <laughs> three more because I feel like this place is very relevant right now, and that's Oga's Cantina. Um, you do probably have to make a reservation for this one just because it is really popular right now because Star Wars Land just opened not too long ago. But it is definitely worth visiting, even if you're not a huge Star Wars fan. The drinks in there, the drink selection is amazing. Um, There's alcohol, there's non-alcoholic drinks, and they're very unique. So we got, uh, me and Steve got the Fuzzy Tauntaun and then the, the Cliff Dweller. So the Fuzzy Tauntaun will cost you a pretty penny. It's $16. But it's um, Ciroc peach vodka, peach schnapps, um, simply orange tangerine, pure cane sugar, and a special buzz button tingling foam. So it's meant to literally numb your mouth. And I forget Um. why this is in the Star Wars world, but just know that Uh. it does numb your mouth. But then you get, like, the taste of everything afterwards. So it's really interesting. Like I said, totally unique drinks, totally worth going. And then the Cliff Dweller is in this really cute porg mug and it's fairly tall um if you want the mug it's i feel like it's close to 30 dollars. so if you're not a big star wars fan and you don't love porgs don't buy it but you can just get the drink in it for pictures by the way um it's six dollars it's non-alcoholic and it's citrus juices coconut hibiscus grenadine and seagram's ginger ale so um and they have like Um. a long menu I wouldn't go there for the food, though. Um, I would definitely just go for the drinks as, like, maybe a pregame option before dinner. Um, So, yeah, definitely check that out. Again, worth going to. It's got really fun vibes in there. The music is fun. And then the bartenders or, like, the um, um, cast members really get into their roles, too. And they do all this, like, singing and fun stuff and, like, chanting and whatnot. So it's fun. It, it does get crowded, though, and you're probably going to, like, be smashed in between strangers, but it's definitely worth going. Can we go back to the drink that temporarily just KOs your mouth? Yeah. That can't be good. 
I I don't I've never experienced anything like it before. So it when I say it's literally out of this world because I'm being funny. Um, <laughs> You're not, but it is. I know. <laughs> I've got dad jokes all day. Don't worry about it. But it is good. I feel like mankind. We know like numb. Like the feeling of nothing is a bad sign. Like that's when you should start to worry. So I don't know how I feel about this drink that is supposed to like temporarily take everything away from my mouth. Right? You just imagine everyone like having a drool outside of their mouths because they just can't. Yeah. They just don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's just like a shot of Novocaine. That's what it is. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's the experience Disney wants you to have, for sure. No. <laughs> no, I know. For sure not. Um, okay, no, my last very good two, list. I do want to give China major props in Epcot mm. because they have awesome drinks, you guys. Like I they do. If we had to choose, I mean, I definitely France, we already covered that, and we'll cover more of that. France, Italy, China, and Mexico. My four favorites. Mm-hmm. Definitely for drinks. Um, we had the Tipsy Ducks in Love. It's 1050. It's at the Joy of Tea. So it's their little outdoor food booth as you pass by. Um, it's bourbon whiskey, coffee, black tea, cream, and chocolate syrup. So it's on the sweeter side. It's like an alcoholic version of chocolate milk. So it's I remember, I remember you getting this because you were already, you know, I think China's like, we're halfway around the world. I think we were closing in on the end. This is before we uh, before we came around the end, just around the river bend. But honestly, you had you had a couple drinks before this, and I remember you playing with the little dragons, the little the little dragons oh God, on a stick. Yeah. Oh, that, yep. mm-hmm. oh, oh, and you were like, that. yep. And you were like, oh, like these. What is it? Like ducks in love? What was it? Tipsy ducks. Tipsy ducks, you were like, Oh, I need to try this. I heard so much about it. I was like, Are you sure? <laughs> At this point. And of course you have to. You did. Yes. <laughs> All right. My last one. And then Carrie, you can talk the rest of the time, I promise. One more in Epcot. And I'm gonna butcher the German word, even though um I am German. So I'm just gonna skim past that. It is the pink grapefruit beer, which is fifty percent this German word that I can't pronounce, and then fifty percent grapefruit juice. And if you are like me and not a big fan of, like, the heavy draft beers or IPAs, I'm a fan of, like, the sweeter citrusy beers. And this took the cake for me. And if you pair it with one of their larger-than-life pretzels, it is a bomb treat. So you get the sweet and you get the little savory and also just the refreshing citrusy taste of this beer. And it will cost you a $9.25. And the pretzel, I am not sure... So probably 15 bucks, totally worth it. And I find that Germany, because it's like kind of central in World Showcase, is just a good place to pick up a treat like the pretzel and just kind of take your time and mosey around that area for a little bit. <laughs> there's so many drinks. I know. <laughs> there's so many drinks. Honestly, this is, this is, there's just so much. And like we said before, you have to go with a group of people because it gets really expensive and you need to try everything. Yeah. So that's all the drinks that Devin has had <laughs> with some side notes from me. <laughs> but we thought it would be fun um, just because right now it is Festival of the Arts when we're recording this um, to do Best of the Fest. So if there was one drink that we haven't tried yet and we really wanted to try, 
what would we try from Festival of the Arts? Best of the fest, Devin, go. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to head back to China, and I'm going to go with the Sea Butterfly Cocktail. It's pea flower infused, which I'm, I'm totally, I don't know what that means, but um, continuing on. It's with lychee syrup, vodka, rum, and boba pearls, because we all know I'm obsessed with the boba balls. And that is $12.50, and it's at the Painted Panda Food Studio. So I'm assuming right outside the China Pavilion. There you go. And it looks beautiful, like a purpley-blue color. And I'm assuming probably pretty sweet because of the lychee fruit, but who knows? Who's to say? Definitely go check it out. Um, okay, so I think I would definitely have to go with, at Refreshment Port, the Cider Boys Zenberry Apple Boysenberry Hard Cider because I am gluten-free, I had to say it one time during the podcast, but I'm going to mention it during every podcast. If it's not you, it's me. <laughs> um, I'm gluten-free, so I can't drink beer. And if you are like me, and um, being gluten intolerant is getting pretty common now. Um, so if you're like me and you can't eat or drink anything that contains wheat, which includes beer, um, sadly, you become a hard cider person. And I have. So I would actually really like to try that hard cider it sounds really good all of the drinks yeah so I think those two would be the ones that we would buy the most out of all of them but there's so many you guys like I saw a spiced apple chai deconstructed shake I saw a nigori sake cocktail uh the sipping chocolate flight which is literally shots of chocolate who can say no to that so guys you have I, I can I could I could definitely say no Hey, again, we're just on different pages. I don't know what's happening. Good thing we have the same style of graphic design. You know? <laughs> we have that in common, at least. We have that going. <laughs> but if you guys are going to Festival of the Arts, it is a wonderful festival. It's pretty brandy new, and they just keep coming out with like the most beautiful dishes, very artistic. Um, and it's just a nice celebration of culinary tastes, um, music. There's artists that are there constantly. They're doing chalk art. They're painting. Um, and then there's the food, obviously, and the drinking. But definitely. We'll have to come back. Yeah. We'll have to come back to the food. We'll, we'll come back to the food, we promise. Um, mm -hmm. Touched on the drinks and just the drinks throughout Disney, really. All right. Well. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to listen to Devin talk about drinks and hear my little footnote. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's just so easy to bug you. Oh, it is. It's fine. It's true. She's had, well, she, you just, you've been to Disney way more than me. So, you know, what she knows what she's talking about, everybody. I still have things on my list that I need to mention. Did you know that you can get customized beer, my gluten-free friend, at Disney Springs? where you can get literally a character put on top of your beer or coffee if you go to Joffrey's. And that's year-round, so it does not have to be Festival of the Arts. And if you're a Starbucks fan and a Mandalorian fan, you can get the child Frappuccino at the Magic Kingdom Starbucks location. So, boom, I'll leave you on that note because <laughs> that's kind of a secret, <laughs> secret menu type which is basically a green matcha frappuccino, caramel drizzle, and whipped cream with caramel crunchies on top. 
boom, I'm out. That's done for the day. <laughs> We're good. I've covered all I need to say. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> don't forget to check out Zippity Tees. <laughs> Um, yes, we are definitely coming out with some new shirts. Um, <laughs> we dropped some already. So go take a look and hit that follow button. <laughs> yeah. And if you like this podcast, give us a follow. Make sure you leave a review. We appreciate all positivity on our Instagram, Facebook reviews, and any other source that you can give us. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys, and welcome back to Fast Pass to Fridays because we're here to stay. Oh, my goodness. Until next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.